to another episode of Relatable Luxury. I am Dan Cruz and I'm Oneida Cruz. And as you can see, we have a, uh, a different background, different stage. It took us a, a while, but uh, leave it up to Oneida. We, uh, we made it happen. Well, she made it happen. If it was up to me, we'd still be at the table. But today we're going to talk about loyalty in business. Loyalty in business. What does that mean to you? Well, loyalty just basically means what you give to me, I'm going to reciprocate. So what you do to me, I'm going to give back to you. And it's something that has to be mutually beneficial. It's having trust and faithfulness in someone. It's having consistency or being consistent. It's... Um, being committed but does it exist does loyalty in business exist i think it does i feel like there are a few people who are truly loyal to you and not just loyal to an opportunity because i feel like a lot of people are just loyal to you as long as there's opportunity when the opportunity is no longer there they ghost so i mean we, we can talk about loyalty not only in business but with friends, family, mm -hmm. and, and if you're at work or if you you know have a personal relationship with someone, uh, yep. I don't believe that loyalty exists nowadays. Uh, I've been in this game with you for the past uh, nine years. Nine years. However, I've been with you for the last uh, I don't know less than a year, almost a year in this business and, and it's hard because I come from an era, from an area where loyalty is the only thing you have. Well, loyalty and respect. Right, loyalty and respect in your word, right? Right. Uh, if you don't have that, you know, growing up, growing up where I grew up in the projects in Patterson, if you didn't have loyalty, you would, you would be dealt with. So it's hard for me to be, you know, deal with loyalty in the business uh, because I don't see it as much. Yeah. No, I can agree with you, and I always have to talk you off the ledge when we have these situations that arise when people display a lack of loyalty. And what I always tell you is there are very few people that are going to look you out as you look them out. There are very few people that are going to go above and beyond for you outside of the very basics. Mm -hmm. And if you know that going in, especially in a business space, especially when you have similar business types, right. then you'll be okay. Your feelings won't be hurt because when you, you put all of that emphasis on somebody else to be loyal and it's not reciprocated, then, you know, you, you get, you take it, you feel away. Right. I mean, I feel some type of way even in, in with family and friends and et cetera, uh, because when you have loyalty, you have a lot of a lot of other things follow right right so for example you know if you if you stick with one vendor or one planner or or one person mm -hmm. i believe it should be reciprocated and so so you're saying if i for, for as far as a client is concerned right okay so if i'm a client I should stick with the same group of people all the time. Right. Okay. Right, right. But we, for a business person, that could be costly. Well, if 
so we're going to, if we talk, if we talk about uh, the, a person or, or, or a vendor or a client, if they're engaged within your business, within your social media, uh, within uh, what's going on in your business, in your day-to-day, if they're engaged, then they should be advocates for the business, mm-hmm. right? They, they should be the ones saying, hey, you know, uh, I work with petite seats on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, uh, and I believe that you, if, if they're talking to someone else, they'll be like, hey, you know, why don't you go with petite seats, right? That's right. what that's that's the engagement. That's the advocacy right. within uh, the loyalty. So do well, you... That's a, don't, so, I guess in business there are there are levels to loyalty. I feel like they, there there has to be because an evidence of loyalty is yes when you have repeat clients or repeat event planners that come to you and or they come to you first and say listen, I need this. I know you don't have it. Can you refer it? Can you refer me to someone who has it and I'll just you can sublet it for me. That's that's a sign of loyalty and that happens often. Mm-hmm. But then you have people who can be repeat clients as well, but they don't even engage you in conversation, don't give you the opportunity to be like, I can get that for you, I can source that for you, and they go someplace else. And then you see it, and then it puts you in a pickle because you're like, well, should I say something to them or just leave it until the next occurrence of our next rental? So for me, it's never that serious. I mean, yes, I understand that there are, it is very crucial and important, but I don't look for loyalty amongst my peers. I look for loyalty amongst like my clients. Like I make it a point to always make sure that they are satisfied so that Mm -hmm. they come back. And a huge part of my business success is making sure that I have high customer satisfaction because that customer satisfaction, that commitment to petite seats leads to greater revenue. When it comes to outside people, outside businesses, they're not really making me money. You know, few and far between, I'll say. There are, I do have planners, I would say a handful of people who are loyal to petite seats and who always come to me first. But then everybody else, it doesn't matter. Well, if, it, if they're engaged in the petite seat brand, Shouldn't they advocate for petite seats? Or, and we're not just talking about with petite. Well, we're we're talking about every other company out there. If they are engaged within your company on a weekly, daily, monthly basis, shouldn't they be advocates for the brand? Yes, but it doesn't have to be one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, I understand. If you don't have the product, if you don't have the product, if you don't have what they what they need at the at the current time. I understand, hey, you don't have it. I got to go elsewhere cuz I got to make this you know, this this party possible. I get that. So, but are you saying if they don't have that conversation with you, they're disloyal? Yes. Okay. Yes, I believe if if you have the same type of chair that this other company have and whether it's a chair, table, whatever, it's the same product. If you have the same product this this other company has, and they have been engaged. No, that's not what I'm speaking of. I'm speaking of you. Do, I, we don't have the product, and 
my loyal client goes to someone else without having a conversation yeah, no, with me that. first. No, well, no, because if they know that, you know, if I don't believe, no, I believe if they already know your catalog. Gotcha. If they know your catalog, I'm not going to waste my time and call uh, Oneida and ask her if she has this. Now, there are right. some times where they do call and be like, can you make this happen? And you make it happen, right? I get that, yeah. yeah. So maybe, yeah, they, they call, but they know your catalog. They talk to you. I'm talking about, I'm talking about repeat clients who decide to go in a different direction when you if you had if you've been dealing with the same brand for the last year two three years or whatever how weeks or days and they just jump ship to someone else to get the same products they've been getting from you mm, understand so again i think that leads it that's into not loyal this. i feel like it leads this conversation of opportunity right because I know that I'm pricey when it comes to bounce houses, right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of customers that are repeat clients that will not rent bounce houses from me because I am, I am the most expensive in this tri-state. And I don't see it as being disloyal if they go elsewhere. Right. I don't because we already know what the, what the issue is. The issue is the price. And if they can stretch their budget by saving five hundred dollars, then they're going to do that. Okay. Now this is this is where it becomes a pickle, right? Because this has happened. I know what's a pickle. Like people get into a rut. <laughs> you need idioms. <laughs> yeah. So I have been in a situation where a day one planner, meaning somebody that I've that we have a, a loyal relationship, they're consistent. Mm -hmm has rented from somebody else, and that other person who was cheaper didn't come through. Right. Guess what they do? Right. They come right back to me and pay my fee because I have that consistency. Even if I'm not consistent, they know that I can source it or find somebody to make it happen. So am I going to say to them, no, nah, you went to somebody else, ask them to help you? Or am I going to be my loyal, committed self and say, no problem, I got you. So I, I think it, in that particular moment, it's not about loyalty for you, it's about the customer service. Yeah. Right? Because we, you know, sometimes I have to talk to you about customer service and loyalty, and we go back and forth. You talk to me about the loyalty part, we talk about customer service. Mm -hmm. So I think for you, it's more, more about what can I do to satisfy this customer and you'll go go beyond beyond you know between here and the moon to satisfy the customer even though the customer whoever the client went somewhere else yeah I, I, it's just and that's just in you back to how we started the conversation i don't think loyalty is something that everyone possesses they don't have a a hard steady fast and grip on what that is what it looks like, how it feels in their personal life or in business. So I don't judge people for lack of loyalty, right? I know in, in the personal space, yes, if you're disloyal to me, I don't respect you. Right. But in business, I don't, I don't hold that same sentiment. But for me, lo loyalty has a lot to do with customer service as well. Right. If you if you're loyal and you're going to provide great customer service, 
for example, if we have, if you're reliable, then you gain the trust of your clients. Indeed. And so, for the most part, you have been reliable. Petite, see, have been, has been reliable mm-hmm. in the last nine years. Mm-hmm. Hence, the reason why people trust the product. Right. So that's part of the loyalty as well. Yeah. The, 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 uh, but that's me giving loyalty, right? It's not me receiving loyalty. There have been many, many situations where I have become back to being in a pickle, right? Not overcounting or miscounting something and not having it day of. And I felt like there is no one I can reach out to, right? And so that is why I'm saying to you, I don't look for loyalty in other people in the business mm-hmm. space because I know at the 12th hour, I'm only looking to you to help me get out of situations. Right. I can't look for someone else, right? Right, right? And that has taught me to be self-reliant, be, you know, depend on me and not look for loyalty in other spaces because, you know, nobody's going to weather the storm with you. They're really not because they don't have to or there's a lack of loyalty. There's a lack of, of um, reciprocity amongst business people because at the end of the day, everybody is jockeying for the same client. And that's why I always say I'm only in competition with myself. I can see what's happening in the landscape, especially now with the summer coming. There's a lot more um, people that are doing kids rentals. I cannot focus on them. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I have my clients. I can only service my clients the best of my ability. And I can't be worried about what's out there on the peripheral, what's out there on the plane, because it's a whole lot. Right. It's a hell of a lot. I mean, you have people just showing up. I mean, this, I, I believe and I've said this to you before, uh, this uh, industry ha- has become so saturated. Uh, yeah. And at what at what point, uh, you know, um, people are going to realize this is a saturated industry? It's saturated because the return on the investment can happen so fast, right? You spend $2,000 from a bounce house on Amazon, and you rent that bounce house twice, mm-hmm. and you've made, you've made your, your money back. You rent it four times, you've made a profit. Right, but that's if the customer or client. It don't matter. You can rent it to somebody. You. No, it's no trust. Let me let me give you. Let me go a step further. I just had this conversation the other day. There are so many people with amazing products, right? And she 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 made it crystal clear for me because she said, "Yeah, I saw such and such had these things, this new product that's popular now this summer." Mm-hmm. Um, she was like. Are you considering getting it? And I said, no, because I did the research. It's cost effective now, but it's just not, I don't want to go in that direction. And I said, um, that person DM me too to tell me that they offer this and if I wanted to sublet. And so she was like, yeah, but guess what? I said, what? They don't have insurance. I said, oh, shucks. So you see all of these people out there, right? right. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, I need to compete with them. But they don't have insurance. There is no liability but, insurance. But, but that's, the, the, that's, that's the trust and yes. reliability yes. there. So if you have a customer uh, who has been, eh, we 
we're talking about anyone who has been dealing with a certain product or a certain brand for X amount of days, months, years, etc. Mm-hmm. And they decide to go with someone cheaper. That doesn't mean that because it's cheaper, it's better. Uh, we know for a fact that, and I only can speak about Patisse because I don't right. work. I don't work with any other, you know, product or any other, um, you know, event planner or company. But you've always been reliable, even when you got into the accident. I think then the same person rent from you the year after. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who that person is, but if you're if you're watching this, I remember you you, you want to get chairs and tables. You wanted me to go. It was a the, first birthday party. I know I felt so bad, but I was I mean, afterwards anyway. I wasn't thinking about, but um, they still went with you. Yeah. Uh, because they trusted you, mm-hmm. and even though you didn't make it, you were you you know for the most part, I say ninety nine point nine percent, if not a hundred, you're always reliable. Right. You're always on time. Mm-hmm. And I think also a part of that is I'm very transparent. But so that's the trust. That's the loyalty. That's yeah. that's what that's that's your that's your loyalty to, to your customer, right? Or to your clients, right? So if you're showing your loyalty to your clients, saying you can trust me mm-hmm. because I'm going to be reliable 100 percent of the time, except for you know the accident situation, why not keep coming to me if the product is. Right. No, I, I don't think I have that problem of, of, of disloyalty amongst my clients. Yeah. Um, they're consistent. They come back. I have seen and I have heard, I've experienced it a few weeks back, where businesses have taken people's money and just not shown up. Mm-hmm. And these businesses are still in business. Right? And they still get inquiries. Of course. Of course. And that is something that you know, you, you, the, the, even though it's oversaturated, you hear stories and you know these other vendors. It, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of talk. There's a, not a lot of, um, there basically is no secrets, so to speak, right. amongst the industry in this tri-state because everybody knows everyone. So when that h- happens, it's almost like, dang, I would, even if I had to sublet from somebody, I'm still going to go with somebody that I know can be consistent, that I know has that same level of commitment to their clients as I do. Because I do not want to recommend somebody and they don't show up. Because guess what? It's going to come back to me. So all of that um, is is things I I think about. You know, I I don't feel like in the business space you're going to get loyalty all the time. No, I get it. Listen, often you hear... It's business, not personal. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I take everything personal. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> but all you listening out there talking about is business, it's not personal, X that. This shit is personal. It is. You know? How can it not be? You put right. your blood, sweat, and tears Word. into your brand. Mm-hmm. How could it not be personal? It, every, it's personal. Uh, I, th- I believe... This is just uh, uh, my opinion, but I believe that loyalty is a learned skill. Uh huh. I agree. To, you have to be able to learn what loyalty means. You have to be able to go to school. You have to go to to you know college course one on one on loyalty because not many people know what loyalty means. And people may think that they're loyal, but I will say a lot of folks, a lot of folks don't know what loyalty means now that's not to say 
that you have to be, you know, that, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, you have to be loyal a thousand percent of the time, right? But I remember my first year as a vice principal mm-hmm. uh, in Patterson, and uh, a, a young kid I was mentoring, mentoring, mentee in my, uh, mentor, it was a mentee, right? Yeah. Uh, I won't say his name, but he was a security guard, and uh, we, were, we, we were walking in the parking lot, and he said to me, and he was, uh, I think he was like 19, 20, and at the time I was like 30-something, right, 30, 30 or 31, and he said, yo, Cruz, don't let your loyalty be your downfall. Mm. And I looked at him, and it always stuck with me, right, don't let your loyalty be your downfall, but it's hard because that's how I was brought up. If if you're getting the best, if you're getting the best out of me, you're gonna get it back. I expect it back. Mm-hmm. You know, I expect the same. I, I expect it to be reciprocated. And whether it's in politics or forget about it, politics, there's no loyalty in politics. I've been in it for the last three years. There's no no loyalty in politics. None, zero, uh, out the door, mm-hmm. zero. So, I, but. I just feel and believe, forget to feel, believe if, if we rock with each other, mm-hmm. you should be able to come to me if you got a problem. Well, sir, I don't know because there's a quote that I, I'm going to read to you. It says, loyalty is an expensive gift. Don't expect it from cheap people. Right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like this world is populated with a lot of cheap people. People who don't put the effort into cultivating meaningful, loyal mutually beneficial relationships, mm-hmm. right? They're just in it to make a buck, in it for opportunity. And when that opportunity goes, so are they. Mm-hmm. It's, that's it. Like, I have had a lot of people come to me in hopes of getting put on, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. And for what? Right? Because as soon as they get what they need from me, they're out. They don't need you. But that's how it is in politics. That's how it is in the work world, in yeah. the workforce. That's mm-hmm. how it is everywhere. I mean, I had this issue when, you know, when I was a chief school administrator. The, you know, when you provide folks with opportunities and making bread, m- making twenty, thirty more thousand dollars a year, yeah. And you don't. It's, but for me, that's different because I believe when I'm in the work, when I was in the workforce, when you were in the workforce. Like when you have a nine to five job, yeah, you get paid to deal with that bullshit. Gotcha. You get paid if you're making a hundred plus thousand dollars, hundred fifty. You are getting paid to deal with the nonsense of the workforce. Right. Right. In this situation, we're not getting paid to deal with people who are not loyal. Right. We're it's not getting true. paid for the bullshit. No, we 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 should be able. To say, you know, a client should be able to come like, yo, you know what, I, I don't like this. Can I get this? Right. And they do. Right? You're not reliable. So this is what I believe you should do to, to be reliable. Well, but before th- you even get there, before a client can say that, there has to be some kind of pre-existing relationship. Like, the loyalty has to have been established. Right? Right? In the absence of that loyalty being established, a client is not going to say that. They're going to write you a bad review. They're going to just stop dealing with you, and that's it. Right. Yes, when you have a, a relationship that is, they have been loyal to you, and you provide them 
a service that's above and beyond, they will come to you and they will come back even when you mess up. Yes. But even then, you have family who are not loyal. And you always be with the transitions. <laughs> no, you because, always be letting me know. <laughs> no, because it's the same. You know, it's the same. You know, it's the same in everything, whether it's family, workforce, business. Yeah. Uh, I just believe it's hard for people to be loyal. You know, and, and when we get when we talk about the business. Okay. Loyalty equates retention. Okay. So if we have, if we have, if we are loyal to each other, or to the, to the industry, mm-hmm. then retention happens. Right. Right. If you have trust and you have reliability, if the clients are engaged within your product, whether it's via social media, whether it's conversations, whether it's email, whether it's personal conversations, then they are advocates to the brand, which all equals retention. Right. And I mean, I definitely agree that loyalty is a powerful sales and marketing tool, right? Because as you say, this, this agent, this advocacy, you don't have to sell yourself when you have loyal clients because they are your, that word of mouth is a powerful tool. Mm-hmm. And, and we, you know, we are the product of that. Um, when it comes down to fam, see, it's it's so different for me because on a personal level, like I get when people say it's it's business is not personal because there is a level of separation that you have to have, mm-hmm. right? Like if someone is is rude to you in a business space, you can't just pop off. No. On a personal level, you can, right? Right. So I can see why somebody would say, "Don't take everything personally. This is just business," um, but then. In that, in that situation, when somebody does that to you or treats you in that way, it's like you store it in your memory bank because you know they're going to come back to you for something. And you have a choice at that point. Either you're going to remain loyal to them or you're going to remain loyal to yourself. Right. And so I feel like, especially me, I always get caught in this situation where I have to remember, I remember when they did such and such and such, and I have to say to myself, I felt abused in that situation. I felt mm-hmm. exploited in that situation. So I'm not trying to repeat that. So it's dead for me. I'm not, right. I'm not dealing with them. And even on a personal or a business level, a lot of people can't handle that. They can't handle, like, I have fired a lot of clients, meaning I am not dealing with them at all. And I'll tell you not to. I'll tell you not to. You fire. say that, but there's certain things to. that I cannot abide by, and they all break this, this vow of loyalty. All of them. All the clients that I've that I've that I've cut off, it there is the, the loyalty has I, been compromised. I think it's been compromised, be, probably because there's the word respect is an there's an approach to everything. I've seen it firsthand, right? Where uh, some of you folks out there uh, are disrespectful disrespectful towards some folks like you talk to folks as if they're beneath you and no one is beneath anyone we're all people we all men we all women well nowadays you got other stuff going on but we're all men we all women we all human beings we we treat each other with dignity and as long as you treat each other with dick with dignity uh 
we won't have those issues because I've seen it firsthand. Yeah. I've seen it. And that's what you're talking about. You know, you, 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 you get folks to disrespect, uh, uh, disrespect the brand or disrespect you with, with the, their tone and their approach, mm -hmm. right? And I've seen it. I've, and I've said to you, man, like, I, I don't understand this. Like, man, why, why is she talking to people like that? You know, like, I think that's disrespectful, right? No matter the moment. No matter if there's a thousand things going but on. But she paid your invoice. It doesn't matter. You still don't disrespect folks like that because you can get that invoice returned. Mm. Right? You don't, I wouldn't go out there and disrespect anybody, right? I may not talk to folks when I'm out there. You know, I'm, I'm in a zone. I'm not there to talk to anyone. I'm here to deliver, keep it moving, right? right. Now, if you want to have a conversation, we can have a conversation, right? But I'm not being disrespectful because I'm not speaking to you mm -hmm. or I say hello what do you want this keep keep it moving or set up and we've been in those situations but you're being disrespectful on the approach right, right? I want this I want that I need it now or... but you see how I engage with those people <clears throat> right but I, I kind of like those type of folks sometimes too man they get me going <laughs> yeah. I mean we um we deal with that Few and far between, because most most people are not that way. No, most people are most people are sweet. Most people, and I tell you all the time, you know, sometimes that's 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 just who people are, right? Yeah. There there are people in this industry, and I've seen it firsthand, where people in in the industry, this is all they have. Mm -hmm. They've never been a boss before, so they come into this industry saying, "I'm the boss now. I got my own stuff. You're gonna do this, 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 and that. I need you to do this." But boom. Never been a boss before. Now <laughs> you think that this is being a boss? Yeah. You think that telling people what to do, how to do in that tone. In the in in the in the disrespectful in a disrespectful tone is the way to handle things. But what's always interesting is that those people, how I my approach to people like that is I I you know, I pacify them. I'm I'm very um soft spoken when I meet that energy. Mm -hmm. And I'm very condescending because it's just like, come on, this is not uh, Bradzilla. Like, we're not on reality TV. Chillax, mm -hmm. right? Or I just go silent. Like you said, you just do, go in there, you do what you have to do, and you, you bounce. Mm -hmm. That's it. Um, yeah, but those people also are the people that are the wishy-washy clients, too. Like, mm -hmm. I've never had a client that be that way that is a consistent, loyal client. I can right. say that 100% of the time yeah, because yeah. I don't engage with them. Like, if I see their name pop up on the inquiry system, I ain't available. That's no. that situation because I know that it's a headache. It's, it's, they are difficult. I don't want to deal with it, and I don't have to. Yeah. I remember the first time, not the first time because I delivered. I remember one time I delivered. I was with, with our son at the time. This was a few years ago. I remember I delivered. Uh, some chairs and tables in this one of your clients. Like, yeah, just put it right there. Man, I looked at it, I'm like. This was in Manhattan? This is Manhattan. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool. All right. And, and all I could think about, like, what happened to you this morning, boo? Like, something happened to you? Mm. You know, like. And it was interesting is when you ask them that, <laughs> they, like, they will say, such and such didn't come to work, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, like, you know, I, I think that most times it's not the product, right, people are unhappy with. It's the it's how they feel about the relationship mm. and the cost. So sometimes 
you may have a client or a vendor or, or whoever it is, they're just unhappy with the relationship and the cost. It might be personal that I just don't like. For example, we're talking about I don't want to use anyone else, but sometimes I just don't like Oneida. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm going to go with uh, somebody else. Right. Or I don't like Oneida's husband. I don't know how you cannot like me. because Oh, but they can't. They can not dislike me. No, I said they may not like me. But they can dislike me. No, they dislike me. Okay, me. anyway, go ahead. But they can dislike me. And then, I mean, they can go with someone else because they dislike me as right. well, right? So, right. Uh, but we don't get to too many. Well, actually. It's because I vet people. And I think that's what you don't understand. When you see me pop off on somebody on the phone, you don't understand my vetting process. And it takes me a good two minutes on a phone conversation to realize who's my client and who's not. Yeah, but sometimes those same folks who are aggressive, right? You got to understand something, right? Remember, we've been administrators. Uh, and most times when you, I speak for, from experience, when you have staff members, whether they're teachers, principals, or whoever, come into the building, right? Mm-hmm. It's not you that they have a problem with. It's something that's going on personal in their life. So when they come into this, into their space, they feel like they're the boss because that's the only place they can be the boss. They know they can't probably be the boss at home and they're probably stressed the hell out, right? So it, it becomes a situation where they just sometimes people are unhappy and when they get a situation where they feel like they're the boss, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that statement, but there are still, I don't have the patience for that all the time. And that's why I'm saying I can know immediately whether we can work together from, right. from, from, uh, 120 seconds. This, I don't, it doesn't need to go further than that no. because what it comes down to is now I'm wasting time when I can have spent time cultivating a client who's been loyal. So are you saying that? Uh, Most of these people that you see me pop off on have never rented from me before. Right, because they don't know you. So when they're calling, they be like, I need, I need X, Y, Z. I need it at this date, this time. Can you do it for this price? And that's another thing. Like, most everyone, everyone in the industry has their prices, right? Most so, people have their prices public, yes. Right, so there's no reason to call and say, can you do it for this price? Or can you do it for free? Or can you do it for pictures? Or... You know, and I guess when you come back like, nah, you know, this is the price. Some people get like, oh, what do you mean that's the price, right? Because they want it for cheaper or they want I a mean, credit. yeah, they, they it's it's a lot. There is a lot of things like when it comes from a client perspective, I do not. I don't get upset about that. When it comes from a person in the industry, mm-hmm. that is when it annoys the hell out of me because it's just like. We are working the same industry. But you those, got paid. Right. Why are you trying to nickel and dime me? But those are the same. Those same people who are calling you and you you talking about you vet. Those are the, some of the same folks who will go elsewhere and pretty much talk a lot of shit about. Oh, I ain't want to deal with such and such because of, uh, because of X Y Z. The only thing somebody can ever you say that is about price. That's it. Right. That's the only thing. The only thing somebody could say about petite seats is they're too expensive. Yeah. And guess what? I am not for everybody. 
I learned that very early in this business is that I, my client is right. not everyone. Well, I could tell you, let, let me say this, though. If you don't want to deal with uh, Oneida, you could call me. Okay, I, I deal with you. And then you he got to deal with the headache. I deal with the headache because, you know, I, I'm used to that. I like, I like you know, talking to uh, folks like that. But, um, but listen, this, is a, this, 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 uh, this episode was, was really informative. Uh, we'll, we'll be back to talk about, uh, you know, our next episode, which will be next week. Uh, we've been out on a hiatus, but as you can see, we had the set going. Uh, we've been working, we've been out and about, uh, we've been doing our thing, um, but, more, you know, credit, you know, Oneida, she's always, you know, uh, on the go a thousand percent of the time, and uh, we work well together, so uh, Relatable Luxury Podcast will bring another episode next week, stay tuned. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, if you like to come on a podcast, shit, if you want to come on and sit come on, on down to Denville, you know, sit in the middle right here, you know, come, you know, <laughs> come and join us. You know, I have another chair right there. Uh, we got the light. You know, next time we ain't going to have no water, though. Why? We're going to have some wine or something. Okay. We're we gonna, got champagne in the fridge. We're going to have something to drink, you know, so we're going to be ready. Uh, but uh, thank you for watching us. And I have a question for the audience. Go ahead. To put in the comments. Can someone who isn't loyal get your respect? That's the overarching question you want to ask yourself when you're dealing with people, right? Mm. Is if you are disloyal to me, if you show a lack of character, if you show a lack of trust, if you show a lack of transparency, can I respect you or should I respect you? So that's a question for them. Yeah. So ask that question again. If you show a lack of loyalty towards me, should I respect you? Mm. I want to hear that in the comments. Right. Know, once it's um, posted. Put it in the comments. That's it. Email us. Like, share, comment. Because we want to know what you guys are thinking. Um, and this is the beginning of our six-figure summer, you guys. Today is the 24th of May. So we're almost there. When does summer start? It's not this month. It's next month. It's in June. June, June 21st. Okay, so we got about three more weeks before summer starts. But um, we're prepping. We're ready. We are getting there. That's right. Being loyal. Being loyal to the clients and everybody to the industry. All right, now. We, we glad. Hold on. We, being loyal, we glad. We got a, a driver who's loyal to us. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> Listen, because it was touch and go a couple weeks ago. We got a driver who's loyal. Well, that we, man we is loyal. We paid for that loyalty, okay? Mm -hmm. He loyal. He that loyal. was. He loyal. He ain't going over. He ain't going to you. He ain't going to you, and he not going to you. <laughs> so don't even try it. Cause we had not, that. He we, not going to you either. We had that. No. Trust and believe. Unless you're going to pay him. Well, we pay him. Well, we pay him. But. And that's he's he, he he not going. He's not going. That's a whole nother conversation. Find loyal he employees. Not, that's right. Whole nother conversation. Shit, you need me. I'm loyal. Because I'm loyal. All right. Thank you for having us. Thank you Take for having care. us in your living room, wherever you are, your car. See you shortly. Later. Adios.
wrong shit. Look, you had it on slow-mo. This is video. So it didn't record anything. Ay, ay, ay. Whatever, we got the audio. Look at this shit. <laughs> Don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> Yo, the fuck? You had it on there. No, I did not. Dandy, I said, is it on video? You want to do it again? No, we got the we got the audio. Shit. Just pop it out for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sound like Freddy Krueger and shit. Let me see if I could try to speed it up some kind of way. <laughs> 